I'm Colin for Astronomica Podcast, and I want to let everyone at home know that the bat attack <laughs> was an isolated incident and not part of a larger bat trend in the RV, as some people have unkindly suggested. In further news, however, we are predicting a large-scale locust swarm, as it is the uh, 17-year cycle this this season. I'm sure that we all speak as one in welcoming our locust overlords. Uh, this is Astronomica, and the end times are upon us. I feel pretty good about the end times. I don't know about you guys, but I feel mm. like I'm really thriving in well, this sort of like end of days scenario. I'm mm. about two aesthetic degrees separated from being full Mad Maxian post-apocalypse anyway. So like... Accurate. I'm... More or less down, yeah. I, I really think too is maybe pushing. Like you're a pair of welding goggles, really. Away from. <laughs> yeah, I think the 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 highlight of my existence as a person who likes the things I like was in fact trading a modified firearm for my first motorcycle. Uh, really speaks to both my sort of apocalyptic aesthetic <laughs> plus anti-capitalist like trading culture <laughs> nature, you know. Mm -hmm. I, for one, look forward to my corpse fertilizing the world to come. That's a really good way to look at it. You know, that's, that's a what real, I'm good for. It's a very positive spin, mm -hmm. and I am impressed, Colin. I'm well, impressed. You know, with I'm your... a selfless guy. Yeah. So, hey, this is Astronomica. I'm Colin. I play Mackie, and uh, I'm enjoying a tasty beverage, courtesy of our good friend Josh B. I'm sipping on uh, the Surf Cider, which is. Really good, just tiki stuff, and uh, also, by the way, uh, I think we all decided earlier that since you're the first fan to send us alcohol, you now own the podcast. It's true. We uh, we established a new rule that whomsoever buys a round of drinks is the de facto podcast ruler until the next round of drinks is purchased. Yes. All hail yep. Podlord Josh B. All hail, hail Josh B. For successfully producing a just delightful cocktail in a bottle, I can speak with some experience of, of pre-batching cocktails, and man, you just hit the nail on the head. Uh, I have not yet tried the margarita. I'll check in by the time we end recording. But the Surf Cider is a Delightful. just really fucking mm -hmm. nice tiki punch. Uh, oh, so yeah. once again, thank you. Thank you. And well done, Josh B. If yes. you oh, yeah. uh, hear the sound of Hawaiian steel strings in this podcast, it's actually coming from my head because that's where you <laughs> transported me. <laughs> and uh, yeah, who are you? I'm Star Daddy. Hi, Star Daddy. Hello. Nice to meet you all. Nice mm. to meet you. Hi, Stan. Welcome to my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. A little birdie told me that you were done with it now. You were just, you know, um, ready to leave, just over it. I was going to do that, and then I realized that uh, Skylar gave all my money to her boss, so <laughs> oh, well, I still have to make meth. <laughs> oh, man. Who the fuck are you? I'm fucking Jeff. I play Grace, the ship in which nobody's currently occupying except for the most important member of the crew, Chili Cheese the Cat, ship's morale officer. And I also play Murray Hopper, the currently almost completely incapacitated by massive damage medbot. And I am Kristen. I play Dr. Hildegard Hypatia Cade, ship's communications officer, former ship's morale officer. She's very happy to pass on that title to Chili Cheese. And um, also really looking forward to getting, getting to know our new... Wait, no. Your cicada overlords? Yeah, cicada overlords. 
I just about gave you all a spoiler because <laughs> I'm really excited about a new NPC that we just randomly picked up at last session, <laughs> which you won't hear for like four weeks. The so, buzzing rattle is eternal. Um, you will find the messages of the universe within the buzz. Yeah. Spread your wings and flutter into the light. All ambient light is to be destroyed. You shall cast yourself upon the flames of illuminance. This guy gets me. Yeah, I'm into this. This I think this yeah. is what we should be doing now from now on, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> That's your new character now that Anton's dead, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I will, in fact, be playing a, a large cicada hominid hybrid that was produced upon uh, the Sadness Room. However, I am currently playing uh, Anton Baptiste Yoshida. He is the ship's galley officer. He is the um, combat specialist and, you know, occasionally kirks it up, you know. Internet cat dad as well. Mm. Uh, indeed, both in reality and fiction, I do have a cat named Chili Cheese. And uh, one of them is a very good girl. And the other one is just a right terror that likes to tear up all of my houseplants. Oh, shit. The cat who walks through fourth walls. Hey! That was solid. I Thank like you. that. And Colin, I know you awesome. kicked this off, but you never actually spoke to uh, you and what you are, right? I think. No, I he know. introduced himself. But I mean, if we want to Ouroboros this, yeah, <laughs> we can totally We, we shall be upon Despite. a cicada crawling into its own shell and out and producing a new shell and in back to its own shell before being consumed by the radiant illumination. Despite all that has passed... I remain Mackie, I think. <laughs> and you play Colin. <laughs> and I play Colin. All right. So these shenanigans are fun, but I, I do happen to know that Star Daddy has another great announcement. Oh, yeah. I do. It's my birthday tomorrow. Hey. hey happy birthday. Happy, birthday. Birthday. happy birthday. early. Also, our Patreon is launching. Oh, hey. Okay. hey. Happy Patreon. Yeah. Happy I have an idea what you all yeah. can get Star Daddy for his birthday. Yeah. Uh, I can say earnestly having uh, seen the patreon page that it is indeed a successful and uh normal looking patreon tier yeah. for a podcast it looks very um very well executed yeah Our i think we can go ahead and reasonable. declare it a success yeah, yeah yes. absolutely just out of the um, gate there's some really cool tiers on there as always our discord will remain free and open to anyone who wants to join and uh, discuss with us but there are a couple little perks uh, nestled into the Patreon tiers, and um, if you have a moment to check us out, and if you want to show any more support with a more tangible sort of nature to it, we would really appreciate it. I think that um, these things really would keep us going strong. Patreon, Astronomica, if you want to check us out, we'd really appreciate it, and I think that um, you'll be pretty pleasantly surprised by some of the rewards we came up with. So thanks in advance for all of your continued support. So, yeah, that's at patreon.com slash Astronomica podcast. And for real, if uh, you want to support us, we absolutely would love to have that. If the way you want to support us is to continue listening to us and to join the Discord and chat with us, we get a huge kick out of just talking to you. So we're doing this primarily. The main reason is to help us offset some costs of production. And also, if it does well enough, we have talked about the potential for some additional podcasting content. So we do not have an official goal up on the page, but I will say, and I just want to dangle this out there as a little bit of extra fun bait. 
If you show us the love, we will show you the love in the form of more of this fun, ridiculous, crazy group of people and our shared delusions. Yeah. And unfortunately, Patreon doesn't let you list sexual favors Mm -hmm. as a tier. But if you show us the love, yeah, I mean, we'll show you the love. There's a, I have a number in mind. I'll say that. <laughs> how, how much for Shibaru? That's free, but getting released <laughs> costs extra. That's better than mine. I was going to say cheaper than you'd think. <laughs> la semaine dernière sur l'astronomica. We set off in earnest on our mission of vengeance. After a mild spelunking detour, Hildegard finally gets an anthropomorphic goo companion of her own. Hiking along the glacial tunnels towards the last known location of Data Geist, we arrive at the labyrinthine tunnels that lead below the ice, thus cut off from the watchful eye of the Dove of Peace. As we near our objective, we hear a strange voice coming from a side passage. It seems like a transmission of some older dialects. What new complication can our constant bumbling curiosity lead us to at this time? Hopefully we don't all die before we find that put-down ghost. Hold on. Aton, Aton. There's some weird shit in the tunnel. We gotta look at this. Maggie, hold on. (laughs) Let me at least put in a rope so you're not just, like, jumping out of the top of this room. Do you gotta? I think... Do do a zipline. Do a zipline. You don't want to break your legs, huh? All right. Fair enough. I can I can give it a little slide. Sorry to be that star daddy, but I did ask you what equipment you're carrying. Did you include a rope? Okay, I do have a thing for this. I think that because of my Icarus harness as part of my equipment, I've got some sort of capabilities for this. Also, you got um, hover boots. Yeah, the hover boots would probably the boots? be awesome with this. Well, I mean, I, I don't know that the um, hip-mounted mag harness would be necessarily useful for this, but we could position it as an anchor. But yeah, that being said, I don't actually have rope. Mr. Baptiste Yoshida, you have been demoted to junior quartermaster. <laughs> I know those those are the rules of any adventuring game as you always bring rope. Uh, I done goofed. Well, at least you remembered your 10-foot pole, surely. Yes. <laughs> I mean, Anton's always got his 10-foot pole. Oh! oh I'm going to say that, that just exists within <laughs> Hopper. He's got his... Yeah. She didn't mean your crotch. She meant your butt plug. I know. So With we get to tail on the end. we get to where the uh, the tunnel comes out near the ceiling of this tunnel. Yeah, it's like a twenty meter drop down to the floor. Okay, so that's, that's yeah. I'll definitely out. go ahead and follow, but unless anybody says anything different, I'm going to instruct Ren to stay at the part of the tunnel that starts getting small mm-hmm. to make sure nothing comes in behind us. Okay, he uh, gets down on one knee with his firearm and monitors the passage behind you. Now, Mr. Ren, it is very important that you pay attention to any things that may come from this direction, and she points to the direction that they're coming from, not that they're going to. Do not play the Game Boy. Be very quiet. Please raise us on comms if you see anything. And, um, you know, try not to make a mess in the uniform, just in case. (laughs) We may need to use it for someone else. Yes, sir. Can the drone examine using other than optical spectra what I'm out of character assuming is a hologram in the middle of the thing. I believe it can. Sure. So your drone is actually in the tunnel at this point, right? Like it's down there with the cars? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I send it. It's basically now at the top of that big tunnel so that it can look down. And it's just kind of been hovering there. And Hildy is moving right now. And it sounds like she's going to have to like 
go through crevices and stuff. But mm-hmm. as soon as I reach a point where I can pause, maybe if the mouth of where the tunnel opens up to the ceiling. Who is in the front right now? Is it still Anton or is it? I think that uh, I've joined Anton at the front. All right. So you yeah. are right behind Anton's ass. Like you guys are. If we kept the same orders in the tunnel, it'd be Anton, Shank, Wang, right. Mackie, Hopper. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Dr. Cade. So, yeah. So, wherever we reach that stopping point, then, yeah, I'll go ahead and take a look and direct the drone to fly down and go into that picture. Okay. It does. And the uh, image remains basically the same. Cool. I'd also like to use some of its sensors to look for anything moving around. If there's anything in there that's alive, I haven't kept it quiet or tried to be stealthy with it. Like, it just basically flew down into the center into that holographic movie playing. Right. So, once it does that, I want to just look around and see if there's anything else that's moving. Okay. I believe we were uh, saying you had to make notice checks, even though it's the drone doing the thing. Sounds good to me. And, uh, Mackie's kind of, like, looking down there, and he's thinking for a minute. You are not able to look down there because you're behind two people. So, it's that tight? Yeah. Okay. You're crawling single file. Gotcha. Ten total, plus two. Okay. There are some visual disruptions in the field, which confirm that it is uh, holographic, and uh, they are the vague outline of cars from the tunnel that are just happen to be in the hologram so when the drone is in the hologram the cars are effectively invisible walls that it could run into okay so it just looks like the hallway runs flat and empty but actually there are cars sitting there that you'll walk into gotcha interesting so if a person were standing in the hologram you would only see the hologram um you don't know possibly yeah that seems to be the physics of it yeah Okay, cool. Interesting. And then anything weird in terms of radiation or chemical detections? There is a slight leak of radiation coming from one of the vehicles, uh, but it is not dangerous for short periods of time. Okay, cool. I will mark where that is. Where in relation to where we would come out in the tunnel is that car to us? Is it near us? It's uh, one of the cars at the end of the tunnel where the cave-in happened. Okay, cool. Probably did some damage to... The power source or something. Okay. In that case, I'm not going to worry about it, but I'll let anyone know if they come close to it. So, since I have the uh, hover boots and and stuff, I'm going to attempt to descend gracefully to the floor. Okay. And You roll out of the tunnel and do a cool flip to get your feet under you, and then (laughs) descend slowly to the floor. Nice. I don't know. Um, that sounds like an athletic check to me. Well, you just hold your horses because I got a thing here. <laughs> He's got 20 meters to <laughs> to spin. Um, what I was intending on doing since I so egregiously forgot to bring rope is I was going to um, pop open some of these cars and see if I couldn't cut seat belts yeah. or like, I mean, shit, if I just find rope, that'd be great. But like between, you know, whatever sort of, you know, malleable parts I could find, I could. Or maybe there's like know. a wrecker truck with a winch or something. Yeah. But- yeah. All the cars have rope. You're the only person in the world who <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't bring rope into a tunnel. Uh, no, you are able to, like, cut some seatbelts loose and time together and stuff. Cool. In the trunk of a car, there's a little kit, like the roadside traveler's kit. <laughs> only a dope would leave home without a rope. <laughs> <laughs> I really didn't think you'd go that wholesome with it. I really thought you were going to say you find a serial killer's victim that was, like, tied up in yeah, a in the, tr- in the trunk, you find a skeleton tied up in a rope. Yeah. <laughs> But it's Shibari, so it wasn't it wasn't a killer thing. It was a uh, it was kink gone wrong. It wasn't weird or anything. <laughs> What's more wholesome than consensual enjoyment? <laughs> yeah. So I'll you know grappling hook style try to 
chuck the end of rope back up to the rest of the party in okay. the tunnel. That does sound like an athletics check. I think that we've discussed that throwing things oh, operates yeah. the same way as shooting things. Yes, it does. Cool. So I'm going to do that. I actually think you can choose when you're like throwing a grenade. I think you can choose to do an athletics check instead, but that's fine. Oh, okay. Well, I'm going to, I guess, make an attack roll with this rope on the entrance of the tunnel. Yep. Cool. I'm only doing it this way because I get a plus five. Or sorry, a plus six. Which was necessary because that makes a uh, 15 all day. Okay, nice. Another wasted great roll. <laughs> <laughs> Shank grabs the end and uh, passes it back to Mackie. All right. There's not really anything to tie it off to. Okay. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. I mean, is there something you could use as like a pin? You know, something you could physically pierce into the side of the tunnel? There's uh, a robot behind it. Yeah. <laughs> Hopper just braces himself. I was going to suggest if any of us have like a laser weapon or something, could you not just yeah. shoot a hole into something and tie it to that hole? Um. Well, I think that what I'm going to do is, honestly, I've got a post-tech toolkit. And various other things like that, uh, some units of spare parts, but that still feels like a reach. I think oh, you just ask Hopper to, to, to hold it. Of course, Mr. Mackey. I will not fail you. Thank you very much. Uh, all right. And so then, Mackey, I'm assuming this is basically your classic knotted rope. You know, he can just kind of like yeah. boom, 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 yep. boom. It's a bunch of seat belts tied together, so yeah. it definitely has knots every once in a while. Okay, cool. So he just sort of slides down to the bottom, lands. So, yeah, that was fun. Yep. Good rope, Anton. You did good. I'm glad you forgot rope, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel sorry for all these people that are going to have to drive home without seatbelts. It seems very dangerous. <laughs> yeah, that is true. And and actually, my mistake, Shank went down first. Oh, okay. She was ahead of you. But, yeah. Or second, rather. And then you come down, well, uh, I Hopper? I think Wang is uh, still there, too. Oh, okay. Well, then Wang, too. My <laughs> mistake. A moment, Mr. Wang. And then uh, Hopper reaches out and squeezes a dose of psych onto the back of his neck and just kind of rubs it in. <laughs> okay. oh just a little neck massage for good luck before your journey. <laughs> oh, thanks. Remind me, psych is... Uh... For 15 minutes, he gains a morale of 12, plus one to all checks, but he must ignore cover and can't ignore a check. All right. Once they get down, Shank posts up behind a car, sets her weapon for uh, stability, and uh, Wang... Just kind of stands there waving his gun around. <laughs> like, what? What? <laughs> Do something. <laughs> While I was poking through the cars, did I just happen to see anything interesting? Hmm. I can make a, a give me, posthumous yeah. notice check. Yeah, uh, give me a notice check. I think that Mackie would be with you on this 110%. So, can. So, Mackie's down. Yeah. Middle. Can we yeah. all make uh, notice checks? Well, Hilly's going to follow them, and she's going to go directly to where... I think Hopper is in your way, and he's holding the rope, so... Uh, Hopper is going to call Ren back down the tunnel to this point. And have him hold it? Well, he's going to squeeze himself abnormally flat against the wall (laughs) to let Hildy squeeze by, if if you so choose. Sure, 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 sure. He takes his trauma blanket configuration? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, couldn't you just, like, punch into the wall and... (laughs) Yes, with all the strength of a medbot. <laughs> and then uh, once you're down, then mm-hmm. he will hand the thing to Ren. Cool. But yeah, once Hildy's down, she's going to go straight to where the holograph is. Okay. And she's going to look for whatever's making that specifically. Cool. Let me get the notice checks from Anton and uh, Mackie real quick. Eight. Also eight. Okay. All right, so you guys search a few vehicles, and it's uh, it becomes immediately obvious that you're not the very first people to come through here. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of stuff has been stripped out. The pre-tech power cells from most of the cars are missing. Mm-hmm. A lot of the advanced electronics from like the dashboards have been pried out. 
But you do find like a few things that were left behind. Anton, you find a where somebody has dumped out a purse on the ground. Mm-hmm. And inside you find some pre-tech makeup. Okay. You know that pre-tech cosmetics, they have some kind of like nanites inside that can like mend wounds. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, so like they'll like remove scars and uh, recover uh, some hit points also. Oh, nice. Cool. Basically, the stars that number version of a healing potion. Okay. Gotcha. So, uh, unlike a lift patch, or possibly like a lift patch, do these require a five-minute period of rest to take effect, or are they instant? No, they are pretty much instant. That's dope. It's an action to apply. Nice. Uh, Mackie, mm-hmm. you search the cab of a truck, mm-hmm. and in the glove box, you find three packages. They look like um, the modern-day equivalent of yellow jackets. Okay. And they just have the words, wake up, exclamation point. (laughs) (laughs) This is going to be fun. And uh, in the back, you find a toolbox that somebody has rifled through and and, uh, gotten most of the stuff out. But you do find a tube. It's labeled adhesive. It looks like pre-tech people weren't big into uh, branding. Okay. At least not here. (laughs) It's a brown paper bag that says adhesive. No. um, These were all uh, Adbuster subscribers. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, the tube, it has some kind of like, you can squeeze it like a toothpaste tube, Mm -hmm. but on the opposite end, there's a little like aerosol spray. Okay. All right. This is going to be fun to play with. Mm -hmm. And Mackie's first thought when he picks up the pills, he's like, all right, can't tell Hopper about this. (laughs) He puts them into the breast pocket of his flight suit and pats it with a satisfied smile. Nice. Be sure you don't... Uh, you trigger three doses of wake-up simultaneously. <laughs> oh, no. uh, be sure you make a note of it so we don't forget. Mm-hmm. Is it possible to salvage any pretext scrap? Yeah. I mean, you can get up however much you can carry. Just going through the engines and prying out parts and stuff. Uh, we should do that. Uh, and Kristen, you were making yes. a check, and uh, it has escaped me what you were doing. So, Hildy is going directly to the hologram. Right. And she's going to look for the source of that hologram. Okay. So what do you want from me? A notice? Yeah, give me a notice check. Cool. We'll go notice intelligence. Well, six on the die plus two for a total of eight. Okay. You head into the hologram and uh, from inside the blurry image of the edge becomes like a convincing backdrop. It feels like you're in a, in a hallway in a school. You no longer see the tunnel around you. Interesting. Okay. And uh, as you're looking for the source, you recognize that the cat girl is facing a certain direction, probably the intended user of the hologram and therefore probably the center of the effect. Okay, cool. I'll go stand in the center. As you approach, the girl turns to face you. And uh, she asks you, should we go to the movies or just hang out here? Um, let us go to the movies. There is a uh, slight hiccup in the program as uh, she goes kind of slack-faced for a moment. Or it's kind of like a freeze frame. Uh-huh. And uh, suddenly you uh, jump to a... It, it's like pitch black. But there's a, uh, a menu in front of you. <laughs> okay. And it says, Welcome Player 2. There's some like weird music playing. <laughs> okay. What options are on the menu? Join game in progress, settings, and quit. Interesting. 
Gentlemen, I have discovered something interesting. It appears that this is some sort of game. If you wish to join me in the center uh, from your <laughs> looting, perhaps we could see what it does. Yeah, Mackie clambers up. Are you trying to say that we are not actually fully formed entities, but are merely abstractions of a uh, character being played by some larger entity outside of this uh, universe, this narrative? Oh, no, I'm not saying that at all. What I'm it's saying... It's just heavily implied. Is, uh, is, ...is that if you stand right here in this spot, then you can interact with the program. I um, would be remiss if I didn't mention once again we are on a, uh, a revenge mission that I do feel very passionately about. However, this looks kind of neat, so <laughs> I'm going to join Hildegard and Mackie right. in the... Uh, Before we get enmeshed in the uh, hologram, like I can't strongly enough suggest that we all get our max encumbrance of pretext crap. I uh, am not okay. entirely positive what my max encumbrance is, but I did write... You can carry an amount of encumbrance equal to your strength score stowed away and half your strength score readied. Okay. Readied equipment you can reach immediately. If I have 14 strength, I can carry 14 bulk of pretext scrap. Yeah. Minus whatever equipment you're already carrying. All right. Is most equipment a one? Yeah, most stuff's a one. I mean, like line shunts are like, I think, three to a Okay. You carry three and it's one cumbrance or something like that. I mean, Hildy went straight to this, but I'll be happy to put anything in her pack that y'all bring her. Okay. You fill your, your pockets and backpack with uh, doodads and sprockets. And don't forget that we also have minions. Oh, yeah. What are you ordering them to do, by the way? Fill up your backpacks with pretext crap. Yeah. On it. And just keep your head on a swivel. You know, if a bug-eyed monster comes out of the <laughs> woodwork, just let us know. Wang, one for Ren, too. We're doing some very important cat-girl-related business that <laughs> we will important. never speak of after we leave this tunnel. Ren is going to be so pissed. <laughs> <laughs> On his Game Boy, he's loaded up the uh, he's loaded up 4chan. <laughs> he's got the uh, the cat-girl dating simulator right. from uh, Newgrounds.com. I think we're in the cat-girl simulator from Newgrounds.com. <laughs> You're in cat-girl dating simulator 7. Uh, so you are continuing to... Look at a menu. Yeah, is everybody here ready yeah, everybody, to... Ready. Everybody enters into the black fog of the game select screen. <laughs> yep. <laughs> okay, so I would like to look at settings first. Okay. Let's see if we can turn on subtitles. Yeah! <laughs> there is subtitles. There are um, uh, accessibility options. And um, you can alter the brightness... Can I turn off V-Sync and turn off motion blur and ambient <laughs> occlusion? Mm -hmm. Just, you know, like a nice clean palette. Yep. That's all. That's all good. I turn, <laughs> uh, all that. I turn shadows off. Okay. Uh, you can also set airdrops to every day. <laughs> right. <laughs> is there a difficulty setting? There is. That's what I was trying to think of. Excellent. I want to check out the difficulty setting. Okay. It is currently set to story mode. Okay. There is also normal... Hard and Nightmare. And finally, there is a uh, uh, nudity setting. <laughs> so that it's uh, it's set to censored, but you can turn it to adult. Um, and there's also, you can set a uh, time limit. Uh, well, gentlemen, what do you think? Story mode certainly sounds interesting, but of course, we could uh, make it really interesting and set it to Nightmare. Are we all in the same room together, or yeah, are we each separate? you're all in the black haze, but the menu is oriented toward uh, Hildy. If I had to vote, um, 
<laughs> Normal seems like the way that things are intended to be done, which makes sense for me. When Anton speaks, another menu appears in front of Anton and says, Welcome, Player 3. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'll go in my settings, and I will choose Normal Difficulty... I'll leave the the sensor as it lies, and um, I'll set a timer for 25 minutes as the maximum amount of time I want to be in here. Okay. Mackie goes, me too. Hello. Hup, hup, hup. A menu pops up. Join game in progress, and uh, <clears throat> eh, I'll go hard. Okay. Mr. Mackie, what are your orders? Uh, Hoppa? When Hopper speaks, no menu appears. <laughs> Hoppa? Menu. <laughs> uh, looks like they don't serve your kind here, but I'm so. Hey, is that a tattoo? Did you get a tattoo? Let me see that. Am I allowed to have a tattoo? Absolutely. Let me. See. Yes, That's I cool. got a tattoo. What does Gab teammate mean? <laughs> I mean, it looks cool. I like it, but I. Hmm. Look at you, getting a tattoo. Oh, uh, perhaps allow me to clarify for you, Mr. Mackey. And then he raises his arm up over his head so that it's the same. Oh, okay. Team Meat... I like it. I like it. Who told you about Team Meatbag? <laughs> I was not aware there was a secret regarding Team Meatbag. Please clarify for me the secret regarding Team Meatbag. No, I just want to know who told you so that I can reward them. Oh, Anton. Good. Anton. Thank you for including Hopper in the secret of Team Meatbag. Yeah. I would have done it myself had only I remembered. In fact, I merely copied Mr. Yoshida's tattoo. You were the one who told me that there was a secret about Team Meatbag. <laughs> oh, well, the secret of Team Meatbag is that, um... There is no Team Meatbag. Uh, while you guys are doing all of that, Hildy is going to quietly select Nightmare Mode. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and wait for the rest of the team. Hildy ain't no fucking casual. Yeah, that's right. right. Kristen is, but <laughs> Hildy is not. Oh, I'd just like to note for the record that uh, the angle that uh, Hopper's arm takes when he orients the team meat bag mm. tattoo and the right thing is exactly the Black Panther salute. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Okay, everybody has, I think, selected their difficulty. Yes, Correct. and then Hildy will also click the join game in progress since that's what Anton start. I think that join game in progress is the only option we've got in yeah. terms of like actually joining a game. Yeah. Can cool. uh, so since Hopper can't interact with the hologram, mm -hmm. he's gonna get Wang. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Wang, do everything I say when I say it, as though I am interacting with the game transparently. <laughs> nice. Uh, all right. I mean, <laughs> seems like I should probably be on guard duty, but okay. No, you've been dosed with psychotropic <laughs> pharmaceuticals. You can't. And your judgment is oh, impaired. Yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, my judgment's impaired. All right. Let's go. Maybe, uh, Shank, if uh, you don't mind sitting this one out. Maybe. All right. I got winner. <laughs> so when you start your, or when you join the game in progress. Uh, what does the load screen look like? It, it looks like a load bar and there's a cat girl smiling at you. Okay. Cool. I mean, that, that tracks. You stumped me. I'm sorry I didn't prepare the loading screen. No problem. Um, it's really fast. There's no loading screen. It's, it runs. I was hoping smooth. it would be a load screen that has, like, the inane game tip. Like, <laughs> most cat girls don't like fish as much as you'd think. <laughs> Remember. It's like the, um, the really sort of overbearing, helpful Nintendo tips that are like, remember to go outside and take a break every couple of hours. Rest your eyes every once in a while. Yeah. A healthy lifestyle includes diet and exercise. 
So when you uh, choose to join the game, the area around you moves as if you are walking, uh, even though you're standing still. Mm -hmm. And it looks like you are approaching the front doors of a school. A sign over the door says Cat Girl High School. (laughs) And uh, there are a crowd of students rushing as if late to class. And you notice that they are all cat girls. Um, And a disembodied voice asks you your name. Does it ask each of us individually, or how is it dealing with the multiplayer situation? There are three disembodied voices talking over each other to ask you. <laughs> uh, well, Mackie is too busy trying to get in a cat girl's way and just going, meow. <laughs> <laughs> so his name gets entered as meow. Nice. Do not tell them that your name is Wang. <laughs> uh, what should I say? Uh, his name gets entered as what should I say? <laughs> Oh, I was going to tell you to name yourself MacDonald Coburn. (laughs) It is the coolest name. He says it, but the game doesn't react. (laughs) It asks Anton, goes, um, Anton Baptiste Yoshida? Hildes enters hers as Darkwing Danger. (laughs) (laughs) And all of the vowels are special characters or numbers. Nice. Excellent. Fallen Angel XX69. <laughs> Black has my soul. Underscore XX. When Anton gives his name, does it hyphenate it properly or does it put the hyphen in the wrong spot? Uh, it hyphenates it properly. Nice. Whatever that is. <laughs> uh, it changes depending on my mood. <laughs> All right. Well, it chooses one of the options. <laughs> so, yeah. So, you are without doing anything for yourselves, you are walking into a high school, you hear a bell ring, and um, as you are headed down this hallway, suddenly you stop. There is a cat girl in front of you. She looks like the one that uh, was here originally. Mm -hmm. And um, she says, you must be the new students. I'm Naboku. And then she Uh, uh, stands there awkwardly. uh, Hello, uh, Naboku. We come in peace. Pause. Access settings menu. Um, A settings menu pops (laughs) up. Nightmare well, mode. Wang repeats what you said. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yet, does she look any different in nightmare mode? Nope. Has anyone turned the sensor off? Just out of curiosity. Hopper doesn't care, but Wang. I don't know. What kind of guy is Wang? Oh, yeah. He totally turned the sensor off. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Hopper wants to try and, like, run through the uh, configuration screens and, like, get Wang to tap on the corners and, like, try and fuzz the interface to see if it has any effect. Glitching it out or or finding a hidden menu option. Okay. Give me a program check. I'm going to give you a minus one since Wang is doing it all for you. Okay. It's kind of like you're standing over your mother while she's trying to fix the computer. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> all right. How yeah. is a one? How does a one suit you? Great. He accidentally sets the parental lock. <laughs> <laughs> so am I locked out? Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. It says like enter password. And you're like, I didn't put, I didn't give it a password. I don't know what. To do. This is an airtight piece of software. <laughs> <laughs> Naboku's still standing there in front of you. Uh, Hi, yeah, we're the new students. <laughs> Hello, Naboku. Uh, I know. You're very popular. You're the only boys at Cat Girl High School. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Naboku, I, I think that your programming is off. Hildy looks down at herself. I am not a boy. She laughs. <laughs> it's, uh, a, it's a cute little giggle. <laughs> Obviously, yeah. you're a boy. We're the yeah, only boys at Cat Girl High School. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We're in a dating game. <laughs> Am I actually really locked out of this? Uh, Wang doesn't have any control over anything. But, you, I mean, when you're standing in the hologram, you see everything. It doesn't matter. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Are the uh, 
teachers also cut girls? Of course. <laughs> <laughs> like the principal and like the uh, guidance counselor. What and- about the janitor? Janitor a cat girl too? She's the cat girl with the biggest breasts. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, sure, of course. Interesting piece of information for you to have right at your fingertips, by the uh, way. Naboku, perhaps you could give us a tour of Cat Girl High. Of course. I'd be happy to. Wang, you are on guard duty. Sergeant Shank, come over here. <laughs> <laughs> Wang goes, huh. <laughs> Shank comes in, and uh, as you're setting her up... Her name in-game is... A game within a game? What is this? Some Dan Harmon shit? <laughs> Are there enough characters yeah. for that? Um, yeah. <laughs> That's just one ASCII code in the future. <laughs> I'm really hoping for tentacles in nightmare mode. Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> They're all emanating from you, though. <laughs> so, yeah, you ask for a tour. Mm-hmm. She says, of course. And uh, she begins to lead you down the corridor. She's pointing out doorways, saying, that's homeroom, that's history class, that's math class. I've always been fascinated by the history of cat girls. Hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Mackie tries to go into the history room. Does Hildy have any background knowledge of old, like, pre-tech video games? Like, maybe if this falls into a particular type of game that would give her some insight into... You can give me a no check. Okay. Do-do-do. All right, we're going to go with no intelligence. Uh, Those dice suck. Mm. I got a three on the die plus two, so five. I'm going to guess no. No, you don't know of any trend. This uh, is the first time you've encountered a uh, fake Japanese dating sim (laughs) (laughs) made by a loser. (laughs) I mean, that's kind of No, I'm sorry, I shouldn't kink shame. My mistake. Exactly. Yeah, by someone who's good at programming. (laughs) (laughs) You go to uh, open the door to the history class. Uh Uh-huh. And uh, the door opens. Mm Mm-hmm. And you see uh, a bunch of cat girls sitting in their desks looking at a cat girl teacher. She's just asked a question. Everyone has their hands raised. Mm Mm-hmm. And then she says, um, well, let's hear from the only boy in the class. (laughs) 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 Well, personally, I feel that the theory that the Catgirl Empire declined solely because of the extensive usage of lead pipes to be outmoded and retrograde. (laughs) In reality, the Catgirl Empire declined for a number of reasons, external and internal. From the back of the classroom, a thick, inky black tentacle (laughs) whips out at you and uh, whiffs right over your head. Oh, God. Then a second one. Okay, it was lead pipes. This die sucks. <laughs> so the two tentacles come whipping out and miss you. Okay. And uh, there is a deep rumble mm-hmm. um, and a, a strange guttural growling sound as the entire high school shakes around you. Oh, no. <laughs> is this happening only for Mackie or is everyone else? Everyone is seeing it, but it seems nice. to be attacking. Mackie looks at the nearest cat girl and is like, is that normal? That's. <laughs> oh. All right, so you, <laughs> meet me, Al. Y'all are y'all are familiar. Okay, uh, he backs out. Of- Everybody, roll initiative. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Hi there, I'm Jonathan Swenson, game master of Halfwits and Failed Crits. 
We're an actual play tabletop role-playing podcast where I vow to get my players to the end of a campaign, but unfortunately, their cursed dice generally have other plans. Our first season is called Worlds Divided, where we play Dungeons & Dragons 5th Edition. Worlds Divided is a story of an unlikely group that forms a guild and makes it their mission to upstage the top-ranked guilds in the nation. This is your standard sword and sorcery fantasy, filled with monsters, quests, and mysterious rifts. Eh, you'll see. Our second season, and current season, is called Children of the Spine, where we play Stars Without Number Revised Edition. Children of the Spine is a sci-fi space opera where the players are young adults trying to learn who they are, where they are, and what they are going to do with themselves after being rescued from a very Lord of the Flies type situation on an isolated planet. And lastly, mixed within our show, you'll have some one-shot bonus episodes, such as Backstabbing Beasties, where we play as immortal monsters racing to obtain a chalice that will make us mortal so that we can finally rest in peace. If you're completely new to us, we actually recommend that you start with Backstabbing Beasties. Just because it's self-contained, rules light, it's easy to follow, and it's the first episode that we recorded with great audio equipment and added tons of sound design that will become the norm in Season 2. If this sounds like a show that you would enjoy, you can find us at www.halfwitsfailedcrits.com or Twitter and Facebook at Failed Crits, or anywhere podcasts are found. Super glad I chose Nightmare, guys. Jeff? Uh, three. Colin? I got a six. I'd like to point out that this is the first time that I remembered that I have a focus that helps on initiative. No, it's not. It isn't. Nope. Oh, cool. <laughs> but this might be the first time. <laughs> You're, you and Mackie are slowly converging. We really are. We really are. Hildy, your initiative? Three. Five. All right. Wang instantly lifts his laser rifle and uh, asks for... Uh, Permission to open fire. Well, he's he's out of the hologram. He's he guarding us. Oh, that's right. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, it, it, it's uh, a yeah. Shank who is in that's here. Right. He well, he does he does the exact same thing, but from outside the hologram. So you hear Wang's voice uh, <laughs> asking for uh, to be cleared to fire on the uh, holographic tentacle monster. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you should shoot that thing. <laughs> uh, I don't think that it is real, and if he is hopped up on that shiny toothpaste, he could shoot us. <laughs> it is attacking Mackie. Shoot it. All right. <laughs> His turn is spent waiting for you guys to figure it out. <laughs> Shank likewise lifts her mag rifle and also showing the restraint of a trained soldier awaits the order. Sergeant yeah, Shank, open fire. Uh, that is a 23. She's getting 2d8 plus 3 damage for a total of 7 damage all day. Okay. Okay, Mackie. Mackie attempts to back out of the history classroom and close the door. Okay, um, so you're moving away from this uh, strange tentacle creature, mm-hmm. and you notice that uh, it looks like a giant flatworm. Okay. It's shaped kind of like the letter C, and its tentacles emerge off of the ends of the C. Okay. And there's a large toothy maw kind of at the middle of the body. As you are backing <laughs> away, give me a notice check. All right. That will be a nine. Okay. As you're backing away, it appears as if this worm creature is occluded by some like invisible barrier like basically there's a line of where you can't see like half of its body is behind something okay all right you back out into the hallway of cat girl high school okay and do you want to take an action he's going to kind of like do some pythagoras in his head and try to move down the corridor to where if the walls weren't there the invisible barrier that he perceived is in between him and the toothy maw Okay. That makes sense? Yep. Got okay. It. The creature acts now. Is anybody else, like, in the room? 
Uh, I don't believe so. I think Mackie is the only one that entered. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. Anton, you have to save the cat girls. <laughs> there is a grotesque, slithery sound, mm-hmm. and a uh, a tentacle emerges from the wall, just darts through the through the wall at you guys. Mm-hmm. Let's see. There's five people in the illusion right now. So somebody roll me a d6. Roll it twice. I got a four and a six. Okay. One of them attacks Mackie, and one attacks. Hopper. Mackie, what is your AC? My AC is 16. Okay. So this tentacle whips through the wall mm-hmm. and uh, smacks you in the head. Oh, as a snap attack, instead of actually attacking, can uh, Hopper attempt to do a grapple on the thing that's attacking Mackie? I think so. What's the... Uh... It's an t- attack with a readied weapon at minus four, but I'm, I'm not necessarily trying to hurt it. I'm just trying to get yeah, it its way. Go for it. Okay. All right. So this will just be a flat roll. That's a 10. Okay. You attempt to grab the tentacle, but it avoids you and uh, smacks Mackie in the head. So, does Mackie really feel something? Yeah, you get hit uh, for four damage. Okay. And it it's like you got kicked in the head by a horse. Real quick, uh, Hopper, what's your AC? Uh, 16. Hopper also gets hit by the other tentacle for nine damage. That is a lot of damage. The tentacles grab both of you. Mm-hmm. The tentacle on Mackie like wraps around his head, including his face. The tentacle on Hopper wraps around his torso. Uh, give me a dodge check, Hopper. This is to determine whether it pins your arms to your side. Uh, versus evasion, that is a two. Okay. Your arms are pinned to your side <laughs> as it lifts you up. Wang is currently outside of the illusion, right? Yes. Wang, did you see if anything in reality just came out of Mackie? Wang says, I can only see the tentacles. And it's Anton's turn. Uh, Shank, toss me your knife. She does. Uh, and then I'm going to attempt to cut the tentacle free from Mackie's face. Okay. Give me a roll to hit. Thirteen. Uh, you nick the tentacle, but fail to penetrate its skin. Does it take any shock damage? Yes, it takes shock damage. Cool. Does the one grabbing Hopper also take shock damage? Savage Fray is one of my uh, foci, and it makes uh, all adjacent enemies take the shock damage. I don't from know how what close you, we are. From what I, since I've already s- described it to Mackie when he was in the room, I'll just say the two tentacles belong to the same creature, so it's you're attacking one creature. Okay. And what's the shock damage? Uh, for a monoblade knife, it is two shock. Okay. Versus AC? Uh, AC 15. Yeah, it does the damage. Cool. You give it a slice. Uh, it's not a very grievous wound, but it does uh, does cut. Hopper, your turn. Um, Hopper is going to attempt to break free. Okay. Uh, that's going to be your normal grapple break. Ah, uh, yes. The normal grapple break the normal rules. normal grapple rules, which everyone <laughs> knows by heart. As we all are intimately familiar. They're tattooed on my soul. Hold on. I'm pulling up the... Uh, oh, no. That's the Pathfinder grapple chart. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when my father put me on his knee and said, Son, it's time for you to learn the grapple rules. <laughs> <laughs> Much like the hacking rules, which we are all very well aware of. <laughs> So, forcing enemy movement is, like, kind of the closest. Right. So, you have to hit with a punch attack, do no damage, and then win an opposed punch or exert skill check. Cool. That checks out. I realize your arms are pinned, so you can't really punch. Yeah. But it's the same deal. Oh, well, if you were grappling me, you hit and did damage, and then we didn't do an opposed check. Yeah, but he's the star daddy. He's, so I know. He's <laughs> a, he is a monster with a special, his, own, special with his thing. way of doing it. Yeah. Right, right. Okay. Uh, opposed. Can I use punch? Uh, yeah. Well, actually, it's the same. 11. Okay. You are not able to wriggle free. Hildy. Yes. Naboku, what is going on? 
That's just... <laughs> He's so silly. <laughs> okay, how do we make... <laughs> Go back to the classroom and leave uh, the other boys alone. I'm sorry, but player one can do what it wants to do. <laughs> Players may not interact with one another. Ah, Naboku is... <laughs> a player? I don't know who that is. God damn it! <laughs> Uh, Is the entity currently interacting with Meow, a player? I would like to just point out real quick that you're having a conversation with Novoku while Hopper and Mackie both wrapped up in tentacles. Are just like, so, yeah, no, that seems like Hildy's gem. So here's, here's, here's what I think happened. This hologram got triggered or activated, and like the Planarian slash Minoc thing <laughs> crawled in, and it got registered as player one. And now all the rest of us are in this hologram while this actual cave monster is attacking us. That's very possible. Does she have an yeah. answer? Does she say that it's a player? The current players are... <laughs> <laughs> Meow, Anton, Baptiste Yoshida, and Darkwing Danger. Oh. And uh, whatever it was that Jeff had. Uh, thank you. Uh, a game within a game, this must be some kind of Dan Harmon shit. <laughs> that's oh. what that's what Shank said. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Mr. Vang? Uh, present? Yes. I need you to look around and see if there is another entity uh, like ourselves running around. There is an actual person or something attacking us. Feel free to fire at will. All right. He is uh, presumably doing as you say, but you can't see outside of the hologram. Gotcha. The and border looks like a backdrop. Hildy is then going to move to... She's going to, like, feel around because she remembers there were some cars mm -hmm. that were in the hologram. She's going to kind of move until she can duck down behind one of those cars. Okay. Uh, yeah, so you, you move carefully and uh, bump into a vehicle and uh, duck down behind it. Cool. Anton. Yes. Uh, one of the cat girls approaches you and says, My name's Aerie. <laughs> You're cute. Uh, hello, thank you. I, I like your ears. Hey, do you I know, like your ears. Do you know how to get around to the room with this um this big thing? Ooh. Can you show me a way around the back side so of the dirty. Can you show me a way around the back side of the classroom? And I'll wink. <laughs> she uh reaches for your chest and pulls like a holographic necktie and you realize you're like in a holographic school uniform <laughs> and uh, pulls it seductively and leads you to the door of the history classroom. I, I specifically was trying to get her to lead me around whatever that barrier yeah, was. That's inside the room. So okay. you have the illusory wall that you can't see through mm. and that what the tentacles are coming through the wall at everybody. When the tentacles are coming through the wall, are they coming through like a hologram coming through the wall or are they like bursting through the wall? The wall is not being broken. At this point, Wang has uh, circled around. Roll, uh, roll an attack for Wang. Okay. He's going, ah! <laughs> Wang is going to uh, fire his laser rifle in burst mode. Cool. Uh, so he gets a plus two from the, from the drug and plus two for burst mode. Plus one from the drug. Okay. Uh, that's a 19. That's a hit. Nice. It's going to be a d10 plus two. It's a five all day. All right. So he uh, sprays a number of laser blasts into the room and you guys can 
see the lasers come through and they because they are made of light basically you can see them through the walls as well does uh anything happen as a, a stray laser blasts a cat girl um no <laughs> these are like uh star wars laser blasts shank is up she's out in the hall with you guys she is going to fire on one of the tentacles the one that's on mackie specifically uh, if you would roll me an attack for that she will not be using burst fire if that's an option. Uh, Mag Rifle does not have that. Cool. 17. Nice. That's a hit. Roll damage. Uh, 2d8 plus 3. 8. I get to do so much combat this time. <laughs> <laughs> you are the combat officer. Right so because she's attacking the tentacle instead of the thing's body, she did half damage. But it has to make a saving throw to hold on to Mackie. And it fails. Mackie, you are released from the tentacle. You can breathe again. He spits slime out of his mouth. He's like, we have to save the cat girls. <laughs> Is there a fire alarm? I, I run over we have to warn them. I, I smack him on the back and I hand him a cigarette. Be like, hey, you can breathe again. Yeah. <laughs> it tastes worse than cotton candy. Oh, God. Does cotton candy taste bad No, to cotton you? candy tastes great. Okay. It's bigger than a bread box and it tastes worse than cotton candy. <laughs> <laughs> And it is uh, Mackie's turn. He will pull his mag pistol and fire at the tentacle that is holding binding hopper. hopper. Cool. The one that was attacking you has withdrawn back beyond the holographic wall. The one that's on hopper is still there. All right. You unhand my owner. <laughs> uh, you have it backwards. You are my owner. It's a gray area. I'd like to point out that <laughs> Hopper is artificially making a uh, voice as if he's being strangled. <laughs> Natural 20. Woo! Nice. All right. Roll your damage. Don't mind if I do. All right. So we got 2d6 plus 2. Uh, that is going to be a 7, 7 points of damage on the tentacle. So that's half damage. I don't know if that's 2 or 3 or... Three, three or four. Three or four, you know, math. Three, three and a half. I wasn't listening to what you were, whatever you were saying. Sorry. What's the uh, damage? I rolled seven, uh-huh. but that's going to be half damage. But okay. hopefully it'll... Oh, I'm going to round down. Yeah, hopefully it'll bone it save again. Hopper, you are dropped to the ground. And that tentacle uh, is also withdrawn. You guys no longer have line of sight on it. Hopper, you doing okay, bud? I am fine, Mackie. I am nearly 65% of the way towards total destruction. We'll patch you up. Don't worry about it. I have a really weird taste in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> a tentacle darts out, which none of you see, because it went for Wang. What's his AC? That is 14. Okay. Uh, Wang gets hit for 5 damage. Okay. Uh, he manages to avoid being grappled. Got you. Uh, the other comes back out into the hallway, this time for Anton. Okay. And it misses Anton, I assume. What's your AC? Uh, AC 16. Yeah, that's a miss. It is now Anton's turn. So I think the thing to do is, is make my way past this wall and try to attack the it. The girl's trying to lead you into the room, yeah. Yeah, um, I'm going to allow myself to be dragged, hopefully, behind this, uh, this invisible barrier. Mm-hmm. And if that's the case, then as soon as I am able to, I want to attack the main body of the monster. All right. You are dragged into the room by the cat girl who is uh, purring seductively. <laughs> and <laughs> and uh, she bites her lip and then says, I heard human boys like to fuck. 
Hey, hey, uh, destroying the illusion of her innocence. Hey, Ari, you know what's uh, real kinky is if um, you and all of the other cat girls attack this big monster for us. <laughs> I'll, I'll make a talk check if you want me to. I'm sorry, he's got difficulty set to easy. <laughs> oh, senpai, if you want us to call it your big monster, we will. <laughs> hey, I'll um, call my friends. Okay, so you, you go into the room, and uh, despite the seductive cat girl trying to distract you, you are able to stay focused. <laughs> uh, shortly after you enter the doorway of the room, uh, you appear to be angled so that there's nothing in the way of you in real space, and are able to see the strange, like, giant flatworm creature wriggling its tentacles around. It is uh, pouring copious amounts of black blood onto the floor mm-hmm. from its many wounds at this point. And it's it's thrashing around pretty violently, like a wounded animal. Oh, jeez. Well, I'm, like, revolted and a little sad. I'm going to try to finish this thing off, and I'm going to shoot it with my mag pistol because I'm a uh, real sad combat character and didn't bring a cooler gun. All right. That is a 24. That is a hit. Nice. Cool. Uh, that's 2d6 plus 2... 11 damage. It's the best damage I've ever rolled. It's it's like the crummiest gun I've ever used. (laughs) You shoot the thing dead center of mass, and it surprisingly quickly just goes limp and uh, falls flat. At the same time, all of you get a pop-up in front of you that says error. Player one has left the game. Mackie runs to the nearest fire alarm, (laughs) and he pulls it. He's, cat girls! Save yourselves! (laughs) And I like to think that, yeah, an alarm starts, but also, like, sprinklers, and then instead of fleeing, the cat girls all, like, flash dance. Yeah, they start start bathing each other as if in a shower. (laughs) (laughs) No, you fools! The danger is mortal! Flee for your cat lives! No, you're fools! You fools, you're cat girls! You bathe yourselves with your tongues! (laughs) Come to think of it, you're right. This doesn't even make sense. <laughs> this doesn't even adhere to its own internal logic. What kind of a game is this? Stan, I have a mechanics question. Sure. Do cat girls in this simulation have two boobs with three nipples each or six separate <laughs> boobs? Jesus. They just have two human boobs with... Oh, you don't know how many nipples. They haven't gotten nude yet. You've so far failed at the game. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking Roy off grid. <laughs> yeah, um, Hildy's going to go examine the dead thing. Okay. Give Carefully. Me no- give me a notice check. Okay. All right. Seven on the die plus two for a total of nine. Okay. You're approaching the thing and you're doing it carefully enough that when you hit your shin against something, mm-hmm. it doesn't hurt too bad. <laughs> you gotcha. don't like, fall over. And feeling around, uh, you find that there's a basically a step up. Ah, uh, I gotcha. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, I'll go up the step. Mm-hmm. And uh, the ground shifts as if you're stepping into like a trailer. Gotcha. Okay. Okay, cool. Still want to go examine the thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you go up to it, and uh, you bump something with your foot, mm-hmm. and suddenly the hologram t- just turns off. You're all standing in this tunnel. There are cars all around you, and Hildy is standing in the back of what looks like a horse trailer with, <laughs> the, do- with the doors open. <laughs> At your foot is a, a white circle with okay. um, some kind of like box on it. Yeah. Um, I which is presumably the, the source yeah. of all this stuff. I definitely want to pick that up. And the giant dead flatworm is real. Cool. Um, and is kind of like plastered to the back wall of the 
of the trailer. Was it kind of like using the trailer? It's like a hermit crab and the trailer is its shell? Yeah, something like that. Dope. Mr. Mackey? Hey, where did the cat girls go? Uh, uh, here, and she'll show him the thing that she hit her foot on and just picked up. I believe it was a simulation that was uh, created with this device, if you would like to have it. You seem to enjoy yourself. I did, yes. The stakes felt real, you know? He, uh... (laughs) He takes it and he <laughs> kind of looks at it, and uh, there is a sticker on it that's it's. There's a star and it says "Game of the Year." <laughs> All right. Crunchwise, what is this thing exactly? Is it just a pre-tech holographic projector, or it is a hologram emitter? Okay. Does it look like it can receive different software, or is it like dedicated to the only boys at Catgirl High School? <laughs> Nintendo Game and Watch version seventeen point nine. Yeah, it does not have any like ports that you can plug anything into. Okay. Um, All right. There's probably some kind of like pre-tech interface. Is there any like cartridge situation or is it one of those games that it's just that game? Looking at the bracelet, it is just a like white bracelet with a kind of a box protrusion shape on it. Gotcha. And game of the year, one star. Yeah. Okay. Cool. (laughs) Cool. I also want to check out the creature Mm -hmm. and I just want to examine it to get any information like is this a native life form is this you know is this something that looks familiar why don't you give me a maybe a no yeah all right we're gonna go with no intelligence 10 on the die plus two you don't know this where the specific creature comes from or anything Mm -hmm. but you do know that these tunnels have not been here long enough for like evolution to take place and the air, the atmosphere in here is not what it is on the surface. So that suggests this is a non-native life form. Huh. The, uh, the trailer appears to be like specifically designed to transport animals. Okay. Is there like a, a weird like Uncle Billy's space circus <laughs> like logo unblazing on the side of the trailer? No. It looks like a civilian horse trailer. <laughs> huh. There's also, uh, you guys are crunching underfoot a bunch of uh, intermingled human remains. <laughs> Notice check. I want to see if they died with anything cool. This is they died with boners. <laughs> hey, hey. So that'll be a that'll be a twelve. Okay. I enjoy that Mackie now has the cat girl game and can play it at his leisure. Yeah. <laughs> you know. I mean, he needs something in his age. He's, he, as he said in a previous episode, he is a great appreciator of art. <laughs> you know, I didn't. Hop- Hopper w- desperately wants to set the parental lock <laughs> and can't. <laughs> hey, he'd probably do it if you asked him to. I don't know. I feel like sometimes Mackie would be like, would be curious about it not being censored. But I think most of the time, I feel like Mackie would just be like. These are nice kids. Yeah, exactly. You I don't know, think he, just nice I think kids. He, he just wants to hang out with the cat girls. Yeah. It doesn't have to be weird. Exactly. You know, it, give them an, life advice. <laughs> it's an otaku programmed uh, erotic <laughs> dating sim. <laughs> like, it gets weird no matter what you do. Uh, well, I think that the role that I really could fill that needs to be addressed at uh, Cat Girl High School is... Uh, their history teacher is just peddling a bunch of revisionist bunk. <laughs> I was going to say, uh, if, if, if McDonald Coburn doesn't become the principal of Cat Girl High, <laughs> I quit the game. <laughs> oh my gosh, I just imagine Mackie like, going to his yeah. room, puts on a jacket that is not 
the smoking jacket, but is like a tweed jacket with leather patches and like gets a pipe and then he turns the program on, <laughs> calls himself Principal Cat Dad. <laughs> oh, no. hey, girl. Like, what, what happens is Mackie shows up at the galley in the tweed jacket and the pipe and everyone's like, you've been teaching the cat girl's history again? Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm, I think I'm reaching them. <laughs> I think I'm really getting through to the you know, They kept the shirts on for the entire lesson this time. <laughs> they did. I uh, got to the part where we talked about the collapse of the Western Catgirl Empire and the survival of the Eastern Catgirl Empire for another 1,100 years. Secret villain is uh, the guy that comes in that tries to uh, pin 100 million deaths on the Catgirl Communist Empire. <laughs> yes. It's, but it's completely fabricated. It's really just the Catgirl uh, dare officer that comes in and tries to warn them all about the uh, the dangers of space crack. I don't want to spoil it in case Mackie wants to play it on the air later. <laughs> but I will say that the villain of The Only Boys at Catgirl High School is the uh, animal control. <laughs> oh my God. And he looks like Bob Barker. <laughs> Nice. Among the human remains on the ground, you find one of them is its spine is uh, interwoven with some kind of um, it looks like a, a surgical implant. Okay, that runs up the length of the spine. Okay, you also find a prescription bottle. Mm -hmm. um, it looks like some kind of like ointment or maybe eye drops, and it says uh, apply to the skin or get the hose again. <laughs> <laughs> it says apply to the skin when your husband is angry. Okay. Do you apply it to his skin or to your skin? Do you want to talk to a pharmacist? Apply to this. What about Have a med? This before? What about a med bot? <laughs> a med bot. No, good point. I was about to say, like, <laughs> give me a no check. Can I argue for a when heel? When it says when your husband sure. or the husband, your husband. Five. Okay. Well, you know, it's definitely some kind of uh, pre-tech medication. Uh, nothing like it is registered in your like memory banks of those substances. Fair enough. We should give it to Ren to try it out. Yeah. Mackie is definitely going to show the cyber spine to Hopper, but just to metagame, maximize our chances. Would him rolling a fix check tell him anything about this? He rolls really particularly well, maybe. Okay. Well, he's going to try to roll say, real uh, fucking well. Call that a, it's a pre-tech piece of equipment. I'm going to say you need a twelve. Okay. No fucking way. Nope. Uh, All right. A, how about a heal from uh, Hopper? Sure. Has <laughs> an eight? No. Speaking of healing, I know that both of y'all took some damage, and our, our boy mm -hmm. Wang took a pretty hefty blow. Is everyone looking okay? Hopper will, as a matter of course, administer a lift patch to Mackie. All right. <laughs> and uh, how badly hit is Wang? Uh, he took five out of ten points of damage. He's fine. <laughs> I didn't want to waste Rub my some dirt on it. I didn't want to waste my new um, healing goo. Yeah. yeah. Oh no no no. That goes to Mackie. That's for Mackie. Uh, uh -huh. Only Mackie. What does a lift patch get you again? All right. So you're gonna get here. I'll roll it. All right. You will get four. Perfect. I was down four. So. All right. All right. Dope. Uh, and then actually, if you wouldn't mind. Uh, returning the favor, Hopper could use uh, a fix. All right. So I did bring some uh, units of spare parts. There's also just as many pretext spare parts. Yeah, just for real. Immediately hanging out. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you got. I rolled a ten plus. I guess that would just be plus one. Uh, Eleven. Cool. 
That uh, brings me back up to hole. Nice. As he's working on, he's like, so, uh, would you like a description of the taste and mouthfeel of tentacle juice? I would very much, Mackie. All right, I'll do my best. So while he's got his, like, micro spanners out and is, like, patching you up, he's like, okay, so... I shouldn't have started this. I don't have anything. It, <laughs> it's, like, it's real gross. It's disgusting. Really? Would you regard it as better or worse than cotton candy? You know, I've never been a fan of the kind of cloying sweetness. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, cotton candy, you just you just feel like it leeches onto your teeth and starts eating them. Nah, not a fan. So, I guess on the whole, tentacle juice is better than cotton candy. How does it compare to a Zagnut bar? Now, Zagnut is the prince of candy bars. I uh, I was lucky enough to get a Zagnut bar in a uh, poker game in uh, dot, dot, dot. Because that was the style at the time. <laughs> Which was the style at the time. You know, I, Colin, have never had a Zagnut. I, uh, I, I, I know it exclusively as a reference from Beetlejuice. Exactly, right? I mean, I used to see them at the grocery store. I haven't seen them in a while. I don't think but, I've ever yeah. even seen one. I, I've seen them. It's been a while. But, I mean, yeah. I believe that they exist, but hey, like, buddy, want Zagnut? Come here. regional. Oh, shit. She's on to the Zagnut conspiracy. <laughs> <laughs> Cullen, roll me a... Um, roll 2d6. Okie doke. Uh, six. Okay. The pre-tech cosmetics, there's enough for six doses. All right. Cool. Ah, oh, man. Uh, and each dose heals 1d6 at points. Oh, okay. Nice. Nice. And there's no system strain. Oh, nice. That's really Man, good. I would love to know, like, what we would have found if we'd rolled 12s. <laughs> We've got pre-tech laser blasters that do 1d100 damage. <laughs> <laughs> they never miss. Hopper would like to scan the tentacle uh, slime that Mackie in- ingested for any toxins or lingering effect. Call that a heal check. Uh, that's going to be a six that you need. That's a nine. Cool. Uh, no, there is no toxin. Uh, did you scan for eggs in the chest cavity? <laughs> oh, that's a good question. They will have to compete with the eggs which are already implanted in the chest cavity. <laughs> no. You grow new Mackies in the old Mackie? <laughs> oh, God, it's a bed bug situation. That's not right. He it's pops not. open and a bunch of inch tall Mackies come pouring out. Hey, what's all this then? Hey, what's all this then? Hey, what's all this then? Listen, kid, have you ever heard of the Sesquichana Shuffle? Listen, kid, have you ever heard of the Oswego Oscillation? Listen, kid, have you ever heard of the Schenectady Scramble? Listen, kid, have you ever heard of the Albany... Something that starts with Albatross. A? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Having finished poking around in the the squishy tentacle monster, Hildy is going to turn around to the guys. Gentlemen, is there anything else of interest that you have seen here? I think that we've rummaged around quite enough. Maybe we should get back to uh, our confrontation at hand. Mackie has indicated that he is interested in playing Catgirl High School, so I (laughs) propose that we all sit around and watch Mackie play Catgirl High School. Well, that is a very uh, astute observation, and uh, under normal circumstances, I would actually uh, make it a direct order. But uh, we are on a mission of revenge. Those people aren't going to kill themselves. So he hoists the cyber spine and does a little air guitar and says, all right, let's go. Let's move on out of here. The cyber spine takes up one encumbrance, by the way. So you're going to have to drop one. I I drop a unit. Well, you did drop a unit of spare parts fixing me back up. Ha! Take that, Star Daddy. Jeff is not going to let 
any of those. <laughs> left no, sir. <laughs> Excellent. Mr. Wren? Um, Mr. Wren? He uh, sticks his head out of the hole in the ceiling. Yes, I believe you have comms, and she'll tap her ear. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. I was just, what? What's up? <laughs> uh, well, I was just going to inform oh, you. Oh, you guys were playing catch roll high school. <laughs> <laughs> Son of a. <laughs> yes, let this be a lesson to you. Don't take up Saria. <laughs> That's only in Cat Girl High School 18. <laughs> the anal expansion. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, that yes. was a double entendre that I did not mean. Nope. It, uh, it, you know, it just really came together beautifully, though, don't you think? Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty good. Oh, man. It just keeps getting bigger. Uh. <laughs> Uh, yes, I just wanted to uh, check in and see if we were still all good up there. Uh, yeah, all, all quiet on the Western Front. Excellent. We shall join you post-haste. So please secure the rope. All right. Done. Uh, Hopper goes up the rope first to m- competently secure it. <laughs> <laughs> Did we ever determine what Hopper weighs? Uh, no. What's your best guess? Enough to break the ice. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I would say well, he is. His chassis is pre-tech, but hmm. probably like five times a normal human weight, I would guess. Oh, damn. Note to self if we're ever <clears throat> on a frozen pond, not to send Hopper out. Or do, because he's the one of you that doesn't breathe. You, uh, you take the rope in hand and pull, and you just feel that you're pulling Ren along the like <laughs> tunnel. <laughs> Mr. Baptiste Yoshida. Perhaps your grav boots would be in order here. Yeah, I think that that might not be the worst thing. Give me them foots, boy. (laughs) Uh, All right, and so Hopper sticks out his feet, wiggles his little pinky toes. (laughs) It's it's very very Cinderella. (laughs) (laughs) You spill the marital aid. uh, The prescription marital aid. Wait, this is pre-tech. Suddenly I'm feeling erotically charged for the first time. That's when you find out that the cat girl high school is the friends you made along the way. (laughs) (laughs) All right. You put on the hover boots and they make a pathetic whining sound, but they do lift you off, but it's like, (laughs) does it enable me to get up the rope though? Using assisting. Okay. I mean, they can straight, they can lift you all the way. It's just that they're, uh, they're clearly not happy about it. Lower. So Hopper gets up there and then, uh, after that, everybody else gets up there. <laughs> we won't try to make that exciting. He can go down a rope a lot easier than he can go up one, so he just relies on he Hopper to pull the him the rest. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you return to the cramped tunnel. Mr. Mackey. Uh, yeah, what's up, Papa? I must say that I am very pleased with your restraint that you did not try a zipline. Well, you know, uh, don't praise me too highly. You know, there really wasn't a zipline there. I mean, if there had been, all bets are off. Nonetheless, Mr. Baptiste Yoshida, you are promoted to Brevet Senior Zipline Prevention Officer. (laughs) Hey, I know you've had your eye on that one for a while. Congratulations. (laughs) (laughs) Ha ha! He did it, that son of a bitch! We were all praying for it. God damn! Ah, well, that was fun. It's a shame we won't be back next week. Um, yeah, thank you for listening to Astronomica Podcast. Uh, we are thrilled to be able to bring you this content. If you want to uh, say, hey, you done good, there's no better way to do that than with money. So we have a Patreon to that end. We are 
Patreon slash Astronomica Podcast dot com. Patreon.com slash Astronomica Podcast. I'm good at internet. You guys have a good week. We'll see you next time. Margaritas! Woo! And just to be clear, we will have a show next week. Please listen to us. Thank you. Ah, Kristen. <laughs> Forever the optimist. <laughs> you Forever poor, the sweet summer child. <laughs> <laughs>